Konnichiwa. Good morning. It is so great to be back with you again this morning. You know, what dropped in my spirit this morning is so good to be free. Are you awesome? Do you feel good to be free and not bound by anything in your life? Not bound by anger and strife? Not bound by hatred or bound by alcoholism or drugs? I'm not saying that you were, but to those who were, isn't it awesome? Isn't it terrific to be free? You know, I used to think, I didn't know what fun was until I got saved and accepted Jesus Christ in my life. It is so good to be free. And so I just wanted to share that word with you today. It's good. Be Celebrate today about being free. Freedom is not just on the 4th of July. You know, when America celebrates, you know, or any other holiday, your freedom is every single day of your life. It is absolutely amazing. It's good to be free. So, um, I'm gonna, we're, we're going to switch on to another subject today. Once again, the promise is embedded in the scripture. And I just want to gently remind you that this year is the year of 5780. It's the year of the mouth. It's the year that we are to decree and declare the word of God. Don't allow the enemy to shut your mouth. Open up your, your mouth wide and speak and declare the word. If you're not, shut your mouth. Because life and death lie in the power of your tongue. And so you want to decree the word of God. Amen. And so open your mouth wide. Widen your mouth. Fill it. And allow God to fill your mouth with good things with the word of God. Amen. And so I, I just want to share with you. I'm starting out with Revelation 10 and 9. And it talks about the angel. Um, when um, it says, so I went to the angel and he said to me, give me the little book. Now I have to question, what is the little book? My God. And he said to me, take and eat it. And it will be, it will make your stomach bitter and it will be as sweet as honey in your mouth. That's the word of God. That's the prophetic voice. That's the word, that's receiving the download from the spirit of the living God. There are times it's going to be bitter in your belly, but it will be sweet to your mouth. So it's bittersweet. There are times that you will have to give a prophetic word. Remember, we are here to help, to edify, to comfort and build up um, the body of Christ. And not just the body of Christ but to the unbeliever so that they can believe in the spirit of the living God. That will help to draw them to God when you give a word to them and they know you don't know them. Amen? And so sometimes it's bittersweet, and so, but you must speak the truth. We're not trying to um, candy coat it and tell people about cars and houses, although that's good, but we also need to speak truth to them. That's why sometimes that word is going to be bitter and it's going to be sweet. But if you obey the prophet, if you, if you remember the prophetic word in your life, 
it will end up being sweet to you, especially if you line up with the promises of God. There was a word given to us recently, but that word was a forewarning of something to come, but to be assured that God had it under control. And so when God does that, God is just saying, I love you and I'm concerned about you. I have your best interest at heart. Doesn't he say that I, I know the plans that I have for you? How many of you know that God has, he knows the plans that he has for you in your life? And so this is the year of the, the Hebrew year, uh, the Jewish year of 5780. Um, the mouth. Open up your mouth wide and decree and declare the word of God. Not just in your life, but over your family, over your community, over your government. Declare the word. Not your words now. <laughs> Let's get that right. Okay, because sometimes we speak out of our emotions. But you cannot go wrong when you decree and declare the word of God. Amen? And so declare the word. So I want to look at Psalm 103 and 5. It says, who satisfies your mouth with good things. Isn't that amazing that God will satisfy your mouth. He will satisfy your life with good things so that your youth is renewed like an eagle. Now if you know anything like about an eagle, an eagle well, his life, his body will be replenished. All the feathers come out. And even he will pluck his beard, his a beak off. And that will be restored back into his body. And so he said that your youth is renewed like an eagle. And so God, there are times that God just has to strip us. Amen. So that we can be renewed like the eagle. He has to get rid of the stinking thinking. He has to get rid of the old way. If you're watching that, start a, a, a watch party and let your friends know about it. Because this is, going, this is a very powerful word. And we, the believers of God, need to hear this word. If you know that it's, it's ministering to you, it's going to minister to others. Tell them, hey, do you want your youth to be renewed? Do you want your life to be renewed? Or do you want to stay in that old state that you've been in for a long time? Sometimes people don't realize that they're in a tomb or they're in a place where they're not flourishing and they're growing. And sometimes we have to shake them. The Word of God says anything that could be shaken will be shaken. And He only shakes you because He wants you to have the best. So Psalm 103 and 5, New King James Version, who satisfies your mouth with good things. Wow, that is dynamic. That your, so that your youth is renewed like an eagle. I don't know about you, but I like to be, you know, I'm 66 years young. Amen, hallelujah, thank you, Jesus. You know, but there's times, you know, that I would like to, feel like I'm 30 years young. Not necessarily look it, because I think I look good for 66, but I like to have my youth re is renewed. You know, sometimes I say that the youth, um, youth is wasting on the young, because they don't know what to do with it. I bet you now at the age 66, and maybe some of, some of you say, I know what to do with the youth. Life is for living, let's live life. Amen. Psalm 81 and 10 goes on to say, I am the Lord your God who brought you out of the land of Egypt. 
Open your mouth wide and I will fill it. He's talking about filling it with his promises, filling it with the covenant agreement that God has made with Abraham, filling it with the covenant agreement that God has made with his children. Isn't that powerful? That's amazing. And that promise, those promises belong to you. But you have to get in there and dig them out. They are treasures within the word of God that belongs to you. I'm so excited today because God is amazing. Go over. To, let's go over to Jeremiah 15 and 16. It says, "You, your words were found. Your words were found. See, you got to dig in there. You got to find the word. I mean, it's right there, but you got to hunt those treasures out. You got to go from the Old Testament to the New Testament. It says here, here a little, there a little. Get in there and search the scripture. It says, your words were found and I ate them. Wow. Uh, and your words was to me the joy and rejoicing of my heart. His word will bring joy to you. And you can rejoice once you hear that word because it builds confidence in who you are and the promises that God has for you. I'm going to start that over again because that's, that, that's, that's really dynamic. It says your words were found. Remember, dig in. Dig in. Don't get all the surface, you know, um, words that God has for you. That means, surf, when I say surface, that means you read the word one time and you think that's all there is to it. But let me tell you, you can read the same scriptures over and over again at different times and get a different revelation. So get dig in and find the words and eat them. And your words was to me the joy and rejoicing of my heart. Don't you want your heart to rejoice? My God. I call, I am called by your name, O God, the O Lord my God of hosts. Isn't it nice that he knows your name? He calls you by your name. That's why we need to call him by his name. And guess what? He has multiple names. And you need to know those names. He is Jehovah Jireh. He is Elohim. He has multiple names. And each one of those names will identify who he is to you. He is the God of more than enough. He is the all-sufficient one. When there's lack in your life, shine some light. Declare in your life, Father, I thank you. You are the all-sufficient one. You are the God of more than enough. You are the God that healeth thee. You are Jehovah Jireh. Declare his name. Know his name as he knows your name. Remember, it's about having an intimate relationship with God. And when you have an intimate relationship with God, you call him by name. He calls you by name. If I was to go into a room and say, hey, Mary, only Mary is going to turn around. But I'm, I'm really talking about Jane. But only Mary is going to turn around. So when God has something very specific for you, my God, he calls you by name. That is amazing. Call God by his name. Get to know his names. Get to know how marvelous he is and that his names will identify he, who he is to you. And Jesus, he is Lord, my God. Okay, let's look at Ezekiel 2 and 8. It says, but you, 
son of man, hear what I am saying to you. Don't be re rebellious like the rebellious house. Open your mouth and eat what I give you. See, the word of God is considered the bread of life. And he has a word that he wants to give to you. you got to eat it and it's help to your body. And, and, and it will heal you from the, the marrow of the bone. So eat the word of God. How do you eat it? You put it in your mouth. You read it. You hear it. You talk about it. We, go, we, we have music playing in our house 24-7. Miles almost say the word is playing 24-7. That's us eating the word of God. That's us hearing the word of God. You say, does it take all of that? Well, it depends on what you want. What is it that you want? Do you want to live the fullness and have full access into the promises of God? Well, if you do, then you need to eat his word. Because he said, don't be rebellious. Because we say, Lord, God, I love you. I love you. But you won't do what he says do. Guess what? I mean, do it. Because he doesn't want you to be rebellious. You know what the spirit of rebellion is? The spirit of witchcraft. You know, when you rebel from the things of God. And I know none of you out there that are listening. And once again, I want to encourage you. Do a watch party. Let your friends know about this word that is being ministered to you. If it's ministering to you, share it with someone else. Don't be selfish. My God. Share it with somebody else. He is amazing. Proverbs 16 and 24. This is one of my favorite scriptures. Pleasant words are like a honeycomb. Mm. Have you ever seen a honeycomb? And there are many uh, compartments to a honeycomb and each compartment has a sack of honey inside of it. Wow. And so just think the honeycomb, it says pleasant words are like a honeycomb. They're different, different sacks uh, of sweetness to the soul and health to the bone. These are promises that God has given to the believer. This is the word that God has given to us and we can stand on that word. It is rich. Pleasant words. See, you can't win a battle by arguing back and forth. Because first of all, we, I have to remember that we are not fighting flesh and blood. And so when there is disagreement, send some sweet words. My God, it's like honey in the honeycomb. It'll just ooze on off, off of them. Amen? Sweetness, the word. You can win someone over with sweetness than you can with bitter words and wrath. Don't stoop as low as they stoop when they get to acting rebellious, rebellious and calling all different types of names. Re respond back with sweetness. Respond back with love. You know those bracelets that people used to use? What would Jesus do? Think about in every situation that you are confronted with, what would Jesus do? He would use loving kindness and gentleness and he would speak over you with sweet words. Amen? So, Proverbs 16, 24, God say it again. Pleasant words. Remember that, husbands. Speak pleasant words to your wives. Wife, speak pleasant words to your husband. I say that because let me tell you, <laughs> when 
you know, you want to speak to the king in your husband, because if you speak to the fool in your husband, guess what? The fool is going to respond back to you. So women, speak to the king in your husband. Women, um, speak to the king in your husband. Women, speak to the king. I know I said that multiple times, but I'm trying to sow that seed into your life. Men, speak to the queen because she wasn't always saved. Amen? And so if you speak to the fool in your wife, the fool is going to respond back to you. But it's sweet words that we speak to each other, loving kindness and gentleness that will get the kind of response that we need to have. And remember, this is the year of the mouth. Open your mouth wide and declare the word of God, even in your marriage. Sometimes, I, I know I used to, in the early years of my marriage, we've been married almost 33 years, you know, I couldn't wait to tell my husband off. Yeah, I couldn't wait to tell him off. But over the years, wisdom has set in for me to learn how to choose my battles. I had to learn how to hold my peace and let the Lord fight my battle. That was allowing myself to bring my flesh under subjection. You don't always have to right then and there release your anger or release what it is that you are disagreeing about. Just kind of wait upon the Lord. Wait for an appropriate time. Don't do it in the bedroom. Let the bedroom be neutral territory where there's nothing but love and all that other stuff going on in the bedroom. But find a time when you go for a walk in the park or you have a picnic. You know, discuss different things that you have that you disagree about. Remember, in Proverbs 16, 24, pleasant words are like a honeycomb, sweetness to the soul and health to the bones. You need health in your life. You need health in your marriage. You need health in your finance. Speak sweet words. Declare the words. Picture that honeycomb and that honeycomb, how it has different sacks of honey. And when you poke it, the honey will just ooze on out of it. Amen. Let's go over to Psalm 119 and 103. This is one of my favorite, favorite scriptures. You say, you say that about everything. That's because all the word is my favorite scripture. Especially if it applies to my life right then and there. Amen. But Psalm 119 and 103 says, How sweet are your words to my taste. Mm. Sweeter than honey to my mouth. So you know how sweet honey is? God is saying in his word that his words are sweeter to the taste than honey in my mouth. Have you ever tried Manuka honey? You know, honey is used for multiple things. I know uh, some people who had health issues and what they used was um, honey for healing. And so Manuka honey is kind of along the same line. It's not just for you to put in your tea, but it's a healing agent. Isn't that what it says? It says pleasant words are like a honeycomb. And what's in the honeycomb? It's honey. Sweetness to the soul and health to the bones. Well, honey is health to the bones. And so honey has a, has a healing agent in it. 
to heal your life, to heal wounds. If you've been wounded by a friend, if you've been wounded by your husband, if you've been wounded in any kind of way, guess what? Honey is sweetness and healing to the bone. And so use the honey of the word of God. And this, is, this has been absolutely amazing. I like talking about the honey and how sweet it is and how much it will heal the body. You know, I've used it as a healing agent in my life. And guess what? It has healed my body. So I want to remind you, year of the mouth, or widen your mouth and open it. Psalm 103 and 5 in the New King James Version says, Who satisfies your mouth with good things. Let your mouth be satisfied with good things today. <laughs> My God. And allow your youth to be renewed like the eagle. Proverbs 81 and 10. What we started out with. I am the Lord your God who brought you out of the land of Egypt. My God. God brought you out of bondage. Don't go back into bondage by using um, words that are not pleasant and anger and fussing and bickering and arguing. That puts you in bondage. I started out by saying, isn't it good to be free? It is good to be free. And when you use words that are not indicative to freedom, you allow yourself to go back to Egypt. You allow yourself to go back into bondage. He says, I am the Lord your God who brought you out of the land of Egypt. He brought you out. Don't go back in. Open your mouth and I will fill it. Open your mouth this week and allow God to fill your mouth. Open it wide. My God. If your mouth, you know, that's declaring the word of God. I remember one time I wouldn't even speak because I thought I had everything that I needed. I had a rude awakening, okay? But open your mouth wide and let God fill it because he has much to put in there. Remember, he is the God of more than enough who will fill your mouth with good things. God is amazing. Remember, konnichiwa and have a blessed day.